This is Ryan watching the movie where we get our friend Ryan to watch a movie and tell us what he thought. On balls of the lumberyard. Watching the Grubbian Crawl. Magi. <laughs> if you're listening to this, don't even waste your time. Hello, welcome to Ryan Watches the Movie. This is episode number 239. My name's Adam Patterson. Joining me today, we've got Kevin Rakestraw. How are you, Kevin? Did pretty good. Dog barking, barking it up, ruining the recording, as usual. Always, as per usual. We're also joined by Ryan Holes. How are you? I hate We all do, buddy. I I love it. It just makes me mad sometimes. I was reading about uh, today, it was, they, they reported that Apple is developing an app for the Apple Watch that actually measures your blood glucose level. So, so yeah. So if you're diabetic, it's gonna be constantly measuring your blood glucose level, and it's uh, apparently non-invasive, so you don't have to. So it's not gonna be like the watch has needles that are like jammed into your hand or anything. <laughs> wow! <laughs> you set it on a schedule every hour, on the hour. It just needle. stabs you. <laughs> if if it if they apparently they're doing clinical trials on it right now. Like, they're actually testing this technology. Apparently, it uses high-powered optics. So it's very, it's like light that penetrates through the skin and can measure your glucose levels. That's crazy. It's, I mean, if it, if it works, it, that's, that could be a game-changer because, I mean, that's, that's huge. Yeah. At boy. least, I mean, for people that have diabetes that, that only test their blood a couple times a day, you know, they can run into problems if they test it in the morning and something happens, you know, yeah. like a spike no, or something. No more sugar spikes randomly. So I guess we'll see what happens with that. What movie do we have you watch this week? Unforgettable. Unforgettable. Pick this in honor of Unforgettable coming out. Wait, hold on. This what? W- yeah. So there's a movie called Unforgettable coming out this week. We picked a movie called Unforgettable from 1996. Leo picked this one out. Thank you, Leo in Cleveland, for picking this one. If you want to pick Ryan's movie, send us an email, podcast at filmpulse.net. Give us some suggestions like Leo did. I have a synopsis here for this one. This is the one with uh, Ray Liotta. There's actually a number of unforgettable uh, movies and TV shows and whatnot. This one is the one with Ray Liotta. I have a synopsis here. Unsuccessfully Framed for his wife's murder, Dr. David Crane attempts to find the real culprit by utilizing a new drug that allows him to experience the memories of other people firsthand. As he gets closer to the truth, the injections begin to take their toll on him, on his life. Additionally, a history of alcoholism, a career crisis and the involvement of police officers in the murder all conspired to prevent Dr. Crane from learning what really happened. The challenge, then, is for the doctor to overcome these obstacles before <laughs> his time runs out. <laughs> I like how they explain the challenge. But you didn't map it out with everything you just told me. Exactly. Ryan, tell us a little bit about Unforgettable, that that synopsis didn't. Well, uh, first, I need to share a little story. Uh, I had no idea this was based on a movie called Unforgettable. Or not based on real. Let's well watch us. Right, right. I but get what you're saying. I saw the trailer 
went after watching a movie and it instantly had the Bing Crosby Unforgettable Song in the movie. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was a pretty good pun. So I already deducted one from this movie for not doing the same thing. Oh. <laughs> because I thought of that before I saw it. And I was like, why is there no unforgettable? Squandered opportunity there. Yes. So negative one right off the bat. Okay. All right. Anyway. Leona is a crime scene investigative doctor, and his wife, you find out later on that his wife is murdered, and everyone thinks it was him, but apparently there's some sort of botch in the evidence, so his court case was eventually thrown out so he was considered innocent even though everyone else thought he did so the movie opens up with him at a crime scene finding a bug of matches rolled up and he considers it like a con card so he goes to a dinner in the beginning of the year, where another doctor speaks about how she's taking spinal fluid, which coincidentally is collected at every crime scene, every time that they have it for everyone. <laughs> and they, cl- they collect this, and the doctor figures out an inject. A few tests on rats, and the the first time the rat is being chased by a cat through a maze, and the rat runs into a corner, and she picks it up for it can be eaten. But then she injects some of the spinal fluid from that rat into another rat, and instantly. Goes through the maze again successfully. So, yeah, he really injects himself with Wildwood uh, for the first crime scene and finds out or sees what the killer, or what the, what the people that was murdered sees, sees this guy. And he goes after this guy for life. Eventually, chase him down to the church where the guy goes in and grabs the look in and threatens to murder him with a knife while Reliant has a gun pointed at him. All of a sudden, more cops come in and end up shooting the guy and killing him. Reliant gets some of his spinal fluid and transfers it into himself. Relives the what this guy's involved in, and relives what he believes his wife's murder, and he thinks this guy killed his wife. So you find out she didn't really die. At that point, someone else came later and finished, and 
The entire movie, it turns out to be the police captain who actually got his ex-wife pregnant. And she was five weeks pregnant. Didn't tell anybody. And he came to kill her so she couldn't talk. And then nothing was ever traced back to him. Well, they do all this. And the the second doctor that made up this serum in the first place offers to inject herself with it because each time you do it, it causes health problems. And really early in the movie, uh, just recently had a heart attack, so she thinks that more time will kill him. So he duct tapes her to a chair because he says that he doesn't want her to get violent or get scared or do anything while she's in the flashback. And so she ducks her, yes, she duct tapes her. She or he injects himself and finds out that it finds out that was the victim. And the detective actually comes to his house and plans on killing him. Both and, and just lights matches and throws him around the apartment. <laughs> <laughs> and while they're burning it's fucking throwing them everywhere. Just Hoping that something catches. While they were burning, Ray Liotta goes back, comes there, rescues the second doctor, comes out, then goes back in, trying to recover this detective's not dead body, but unconscious <laughs> body. And... Also, to get the tape of this cop saying yeah, it was me all along, you thought it was someone else, but it was actually me. Wow. And really, uh, here's a few uh, mishaps in the burning building. <laughs> and eventually, he, he find out that he was knocked unconscious. <laughs> He's in the hospital. And the, the ending scene is the one doctor I told you another detective while Bradley is in dreamland <laughs> because he's in a coma and he's with his dad ex-wife and they're playing with the kids who aren't dead but they're also in the dream. And then the ex-wife, who is dead, fades out of the dream. And then movie over. What? <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then movie over. <laughs> it's, uh. First thing, how long is this movie? Because what you just recounted to me, it's hours, like, it's like hours, seven hours long. Hours, 35 minutes. An hour and what? 55. So it's it's pushing two hours. They're able to cram all of that in. Because I got to say, I'm so confused. I know. So insanely convoluted. Lots of twists and turns. All sorts of doctors and cops. 
as you were describing, and I was just staring at Ray Liotta's face on the cover of this movie, the, the shocked look on his face. And I don't know what he's doing on the floor there. He's just, he's like, doing some breakdance moves on the floor. Mike Mirai is a godfish. He looks very conscious in the, on the cover. We do have one floating head on that cover. I'm guessing that's uh, Linda Fiorentino. I know... Every time that Ryan kind of recounts the film that he had to watch for the week, I've, I've always found myself kind of confused and not 100% grasping what's going on. But this is the worst I've ever experienced. Yeah, I'm not really sure what this movie's all about, other than it sounds like there's lots of twists and turns going on here. There's like a detective, and he got Ray Liotta's wife pregnant? Is that what happened? Or is that, was it his but, wife or his ex-wife? They were together at the time, I believe. Okay. So I'm assuming it was wife. Okay. And she so, had an affair and got pregnant. Okay. So, and then the detective decided to kill her yeah. because of that. Yes. But the first guy, the guy that took the little kid before he got shot, he went to their house beforehand on the same night. A trailer just like randomly, and mm. they thought she was dead, but she wasn't dead until the guy came back and beat her with a fire poker and killed her. Mm. Terrible. With a what now? Fire poker? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Mm. So the science sounds plausible. You just inject. Spinal fluid into yourself. Where where do they inject it into? They're just their arm or what? And they're well what they each time they do it, each time Bradley Erna does it. It's like he's injecting himself with heroin. So he just does like he, he does the rub balls and hand up make his veins pop out and then inject himself. <laughs> So he's all into that spinal fluid. He is addicted to that shit. Yeah. Now, is it is it straight spinal fluid, or is it some sort of concoction that's uh, made there's with... There's some other stuff in there. So they, do, it... they cut it with, with other things. I was going to say, because it'd be funny if that was like the premise. It was just straight up spinal fluid. Because just... I, would, I, would no. I would have a feeling that if it's straight up spinal, spinal fluid, that if you inject it into your vein, you would just automatically die. Because I don't think spinal fluid's supposed to be in your veins. Probably not. Probably not. But I also feel like that would be like someone would have found that out by then. Where all you got to do is inject spinal fluid, and you can see the memories of whoever's spinal fluid that belongs that's, to. Well, that's really it, that's weird too. That they're like, where do memories reside? Spinal fluid. Of course. Where else would it be? I also like what you were saying at the beginning, where. Apparently, at every crime scene, there's just spinal fluid everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's just stomach. Apparently, they take it every crime scene. It's fucking abundant. If you knew the amount of spinal fluid that's in every fucking it's like, room, it's like a it's like a hotel room bedspread. You just shine that black light, it it's up. spinal fluid everywhere. <laughs> so, are they are they confused and they're just injecting jizz? Is that what they're doing? <laughs> <laughs> that is a strong possibility. It's just, it's just really bad science. It's, it's, it's all none of it's working. They're all just pretending that it's working. 
like a like a bunch of middle schoolers at a at a party where they have non-alcoholic yeah, right. beer or they're smoking oregano yeah. I can totally see I can feel it. it. I can feel it. No, I think I can feel it. I think it's start I think something's starting to happen. Yeah, something's definitely starting to happen. I'm remembering things. I totally see your memories. <laughs> the kids just snickering in the back like he totally just injected jizz into his arm. <laughs> Fucking idiot. <laughs> oh god. This movie sounds incredible. What happened to Ray Liotta? It's 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 hard to believe that his uh career took such a turn. When he's in movies like this, but Ray Liotta always bounces back, man. He does. Like you it's so funny. You can't keep Ray Liotta down. You can't. You really can't. Because he'll be in something amazing, or he'll be even even in like a string of really really good things, and then he'll just start putting out this like kind of generic, straight to video kind of garbage, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he's just in something. Usually playing a cop or a gangster. And he'll, it'll be a good role for him. I mean, he's on that um, Shades of Blue show right now on NBC. It looks terrible, but well, that's the thing. Steady work. He always has. He has such job security with cops and/or bad guys, especially crooked cops. If you need a crooked cop, Ray Liotta. He's perfect. Perfect for it. Get him. I like Ray Liotta. I I would like to see him do other roles other than. The cop or the or the gangster. I think it'd be kind of cool to see him in something else once. But maybe like a doctor that's injecting semen into his arm and reliving other people's memories. Nah, this is that's he's basically a cop in this. That's different. Injecting <laughs> semen. Uh. Anyway, what'd you think of this? Uh, not good, but not bad. Camille, I pretty boring though. Really? Like no. there, there's a lot of shit going on. Sounds like it. But it wasn't like it didn't make for a very exciting movie. Mm-hmm. I now a lot of times when we talk to you about films and stuff, you you always mention like oh, I had a really difficult time keeping track of everything and what was happening. This one sounds like it would have melted your brain. No, I was actually able to keep pretty good track. Are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) (laughs) Of all the movies that we've Uh, had you watch that you're like... Almost every single one, you're like, it doesn't make any sense. And then this one. It's really tough to follow. I I haven't maybe answered. Um... The the one the main girl here is the girl from uh, Dogma. Yeah, and the the one cop is the guy from Harry Gilmore. Okay. Christopher McDonald. Yeah. So is that is that what helps you? It helps you one, understand it. The one guy. The one guy that took the little boy hostage was. The guy from uh, Sons of Anarchy. Okay. So I knew who most of the characters were. Okay. So it's a little easier for me to understand. So if you're able to recognize the actors that are playing certain key roles, that helps you and able to to follow the storyline. Um. Um. Maybe. I don't understand that logic at I'm all. So but, confused. By but that. hey, if that works. If that works for you, if it helps you keep track of characters and things, that's great. 
Peter Coyote was in this too. As long as Robert Pattinson's in. No, because that then you'll just be very confused. Yeah. You, you won't understand what's going on. It's like people people are talking to him, and it looks like he's not even there. According to you, they're just he's just an invisible man on the screen. Yeah. Oh my goodness. This this seems like such a such a product of its time. I, I feel like this is probably around Face Off. You know that t- that time period. It's before Face Off. Is it year before. before? Oh yeah. Which, oh man, I need to watch Face Off. That makes so fucking good. It's been years since I've seen that. What about uh, what about Broken Arrow? I feel like that was around that time too. Ninety six, yeah. Yep. Yeah, it does seem like a nineties movie. There was just there were so many of these kind of action thrillers that had that there was some sort of hook to them. You know, there's some some kind of weird maybe science sciency hook like the net. <laughs> the net. <laughs> The Rock came out in '96. When did the Net come out? Was that in '94? '95 was the was the Net. The Net. Man, I I got I gotta say I'm I kind of love these '90s thrillers. They, I mean, they they do the job. They, oh yeah, they hit a certain sweet spot. Maybe it was uh, I don't know. Maybe it was Speed. Did do you think Speed helped kind of popularize that? Yeah, maybe was that one. Uh, that was probably later. The other one with Keanu Reeves, Ryan, that we always seem to reference. Oh, uh, um. Johnny Mnemonic? No. It was the one where it uh, the one where it's in the Calico plant. Yeah, it was really, really bad. And it had a kind of a really generic title, too. Let me look here. Is it called Chemical uh, Plant? Chemical no, Plant. No, I'm pretty sure it was like Chain one reaction. where. Yeah, chain reaction. It's, it's yeah. great because all I did was type into Google Keanu Reeves chemical plant and then <laughs> chain reaction. Yeah, that was a '96. That was a '96 movie too. There you go. So mm. that mid '90s man, they were cranking out those action thrillers, those generic action thrillers, like it was nobody's business. Hell yeah! All right, uh, let's talk about this film's director, John Dahl. Let's see what else he did. I didn't. I didn't look this up the, beforehand. The, I was so. surprised about the movie he made after Unforgettable. Rounders. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Wow. So he did wow. Rounders. I was a. I was a pretty big fan of Rounders. Yeah, man. I know that's. It, I. I it, that might be one of those ones that does not have, age well. Yeah, I have a feeling that that movie's terrible now. But he also. Did I, Joy I think Ride. you're probably right. Yeah, Joyride. That was the one with uh, Paul Walker, right? Steve Zahn. Yeah. That one was good. Joyride was good. I liked, I liked that one. Then he did You Kill Me in 2007. That was the one with Ben Kingsley and Taylor Leone where he played a um, hitman. Ben Kingsley played a hitman. That's another thing that was, that was really popular for a time. Like the aging hitman. Yeah, the, the hitman comedies. If I remember correctly, You Kill Me was actually pretty good. Like It's got a terrible name and a bad cover, but I, if I remember correctly, the movie was decent i may be getting that mixed up with the pierce brosnan one if that was matador. called like the matador yeah yeah that i might be getting those two mixed up but i don't know um then he did a whole bunch of tv stuff pretty much nothing but tv after you kill me like a ton of tv yeah, he did shut him down <laughs> He did two episodes of Iron Fist. Uh, maybe that explains why Iron Fist sucked so hard. 
Uh, Probably not. Cards, justified. Yeah, Ray Donovan. Is that Ray Donovan in there? Yeah, he did six six episodes of Ray Donovan. He did Californication, t- ten episodes of Californication. Sixteen episodes of Dexter. Yeah, he, sixteen episodes of Dexter. That, he, so he's a big player in the in the Dexter show for True Bloods. Yep. So yeah, he's been uh, unfortunately. It seems like he's been relegated to TV, and but it seems like he has a really good career going with the TV stuff. So you know, at least, he's, at least he's still working. A lot of these directors that we talk about kind of just disappear. Yeah, John Dahl's still making money. Oh, oh but Bradley, Jack thing you see him in it doesn't just straight mainlining it right into the old forearm. <laughs> <laughs> give me those memories. Need them. Give me those memories. So wait a minute. <laughs> that as he's doing it. <laughs> oh, I need those I need memories. Well, it was semen, and the female doctor and Jackson was that trouble for her blood stream door. No, wait, stop, 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 <laughs> stop, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Say that out loud. Come on, man. That, that, that would be uh, that would be a pretty teasing movie to make. She gets or, she gets pregnant and experiences the memories. It would be it would be even better if it didn't travel to the ovaries. It just all of her all of her veins just got pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> just, just covered. Just covered head to. <laughs> In embryos. <laughs> she has so many pregnancies yeah, happening at once. Zygotes everywhere. <laughs> littered. Paints are littered with zygotes. Oh my god. That would be horrifying. That would That would be terrible. Yeah, that would, that would kill, be a body her. movie right there. Yeah, that would kill her pretty quickly, I imagine. Yeah. Probably, probably yeah. after a couple I don't know, it would be like a couple a, months at most. It'd be like spontaneous combustion, but with babies. <laughs> Like, it'd be like a, it'd be like a spider giving birth. It would burst open. It'd be like, uh, sweet Jesus. All right, let's move on from that that horror show. Uh, let's uh, give you a drum roll, Ryan. What do you give? Unforgettable. Four. That's a four out of ten. That's a, that's a that was like a timid four too. Yeah, you yeah, it was a. It was a quiet, it was a whispering. Uh, I was going to say a pun, and I remembered in my head that I deducted so, one for it. Yeah, there was, thing. Yeah, there was a minus one for the song. Yep. He's quick on his feet with that math. Now, what do you think about the new one that's coming out, Unforgettable 2017, uh, starring Katherine Heigl? No, Mom, God. No? No. Katherine Heigl, Rosario Dawson? Whitney Cummings? Whatever happened to Whitney Cummings? I thought she had like kind of a promising. She was a star on the rise. I I feel like she maybe, and this is like just pure speculation, but maybe she got overshadowed by the rise of Amy Schumer. Do you think that's a possibility? Because I feel like I'm... Whitney Cummings was really starting to get really popular. Didn't she have like yeah. a show or something? Well, and then Whitney Amy... Cummings was. Um. Never Two boat girls. Yeah. Two boat girls. Okay. Yeah, she's okay, so I, I just remember seeing her name at the beginning also. Because that show's always on TBS. Well, not that sh- always, but a lot. That show's terrible. Just terrible. Oh, she's the co-creator of Two Broke Girls. 
Two broke girls. Just two broke girls. I got no money. I guess that's what she's doing then. She's kind of, she's like behind the scenes. Sure. At any rate, I am not too into Unforgettable 2017. Kevin, what's your what's your take never, on it? I never even heard of this movie until just now. What? Just kind of, I'm kind of bummed to see Rosario Dawson at the top of that bill. I know. Tessa Conover is barely coping with the end of her marriage when her ex-boyfriend, David, becomes happily engaged to Julia Banks. Not only bringing Julia into the home they once shared, but also into the life of their daughter, Lily. Oh, man. Trying to, <laughs> trying to settle into her new role as a wife and stepmother, Julia believes she has finally met the man of her dreams, the man who can help her put her own troubled past behind her. But Tessa's jealousy soon takes a pathological turn until mm-hmm. she will stop at nothing to turn Julia's dream into her ultimate nightmare. Oh, gosh. It Hi. sounds, this sounds like a 90s movie. That's what yes. this sounds like. Hi, Gore versus Dawson. Watch out. Well, there's clearly one winner there. <laughs> for the ages. And it is not High Gore. <laughs> She aged very poorly, but... She aged poorly? Yeah. Damn. So did you. Fucker. You can I'm not a movie star. Oh, my God. My I don't goal, think she aged my poorly. She looks... does not look good. She didn't age poorly. She looks pretty much the exact same. I'll tell you. I'll tell you who aged. You know what? I'm not. This is not a conversation. Yeah. Just. I was gonna name someone who I believe aged poorly, but I'm not gonna go there. I'm not gonna go down to your level, Ryan. Yeah. He's close. The air the air is cleared in there. Uh huh. Yeah. All right. Any final thoughts on Unforgettable? Either one of them. No. No. All right. That'll do it for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can send us your questions and topics to podcast at filmpulse.net. You can follow us on Twitter at filmpulse.net, at filmpulsekevin, and at my legs don't work. And if you have a minute, take a look at our Patreon page, patreon.com slash filmpulse. Consider helping us out by becoming a subscriber. For Kevin Rakestraw and Ryan Holes, my name's Adam Patterson. We'll see you next week. All right. See you later.